Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. A journey through the Twilight Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Twilight, a journey through the Twilight. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. We out here. This this great episode that we're bringing live to you from my home, my 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 little hole in my apartment. I think uh, you need to get like some seating in there. You know. Yeah, I would like I would like that. I mean, I have one chair, my desk chair. Okay, well that's not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. Um, I feel like I don't know what would go like. I feel like. Like a little like lounge situation, well, maybe like a bookshelf. What I actually want to do is like have like a futon of some sort. Oh, so true. Yeah. For guest purposes. Yes. For when I inevitably move in. Yeah. Into the knock, futon. knock. <laughs> it's me. I've beaten live here. <laughs> I live here now. I, I'm live now, but without the boning. Well, Sorry. we could kiss about it. Okay, we could kiss about it a little bit. <laughs> Remember when we used to joke that we were dating all the time in this podcast? You, Let's bring wait, that back. We're not joking. Joke? This is the truth. The truth comes out. Cam is wait, we were, in. <laughs> we were joking about it? Nope. That's so embarrassing. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, we weren't joking about it. I was going to try to flirt with you, and then I realized that I just don't know how to do that. So... <laughs> do like you oh I my god <laughs> you just like panicked when you tried like whoa you're trying to impress I'm just me with oh, my god. oh my god <laughs> all right so uh, today's the first day of spring happy oh, shit, spring it is uh-huh. yo happy spring aries season <laughs> uh shout out to aries is listening to this a particular shout out to april aries yes who are the superior you're the elite yeah, uh, we are both April Aries. Shout a out lot of our good the, friends are. Yeah, shout out to the Aries of April who are also triple fire signs. You're extra special. Yeah, we love you. This podcast was literally made for and by you. Yes, <laughs> um, we are here to represent you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, oh my god! So I won't get into it too much because this is going to be a bonus episode later. But Batman, oh my god, Batman. <laughs> Oh I have God. to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it this week at some point. Uh, Please do. Please do. I loved it. Yeah, I really want to see it. It's just like, I got a lot of shit going oh, on, yeah. as I always do. I mean, it's a three-hour <laughs> movie. You got to schedule that shit. <laughs> no, exactly. But it would be nice. It would be fun. Oh, I sure hope so. Um, It was so good. I loved it. Robert Pattinson, you're everything to me. Delicious. Yeah, I'm so excited to like try to lick the screen. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get a seat in the front row and I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna it's probably gonna be like too high up but I'm gonna get a little step you can, stool yeah I think you can I'm just gonna bring go a ladder. up there and I'm gonna give him a little lick. Um, you could definitely do that with Zoe Kravitz for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, she deserves a, an extra lick or two. So true. I I will lick both of them at this, appropriate times. Listen, this movie is for the bisexuals. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> that is. It sounds amazing. It's yeah. I won't get into it any further, though. That's for a future discussion. Yeah, once I've watched it. Yes. <laughs> and for all the listeners, of course, that haven't watched it yet, I don't want to even spoil a single word of it. So. Yeah, by the time this releases, I'll probably have seen it. So, like, if you're in our Discord, yes. you know, let us know. Um, but, yeah, until then. Yeah, our Discord has been hyped about this movie coming <laughs> They, yeah. We have the right we, audience. We have the right horny audience. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of horny, this chapter. And just before we get into it, I would like to thank our newest patron, Emily K, who joined at the Master Vampire level. Uh, thank you so much for joining the coven. You join all these wonderful people, including our other Master Vampires, Dan, Dana, Emma, and Naomi. So, hey, Thanks. You guys rock. <laughs> Don't ever change. Okay, but now we think we can get into Let's the get episode. into it. <clears throat> yeah. So chapter eight is called Temper. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, as we last left off, Jacob kidnapped 
Bella from school, and she's back at the beach with him. I thought we were going to have a fun time. We did not. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a fun time, like, about to talk about it with you. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Jesus Christ. Because Quill is printed. Yeah. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Nothing really interesting is happening except, like, so Bella just makes a joke where she's like, What's the latest pack scandal? She's just like being funny. Yeah. And Jacob's like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? So basically, Quill imprinted. And so now everyone's sort of like, oh shit, maybe this is way more common than what the stories say because they don't have a lot of word of mouth or people who are actually there. They yeah. just have these passed down like, stories. It's skipped like a whole generation, like the werewolf thing. Right. Because, like, Jacob's dad didn't have it. And... Before we get into the quill thing, I just have to point Mm. out one thing. Where they're walking along the beach, and um, Jacob acts weird for a bit, but then they end up holding hands. And Bella has a moment where she's like, oh, you know, maybe I should pull away. And then she goes, no, I shouldn't. It's just Jacob. It's always been like this between us. And I'm like, yeah, but that's because it started when you were single, and he thought he had a chance. It's not, it's not a friend thing. It's not. It's super duper not a friend thing and she needs to stop. She needs to stop. I think both of them need to stop. (sighs) Okay, now we can get into Quill. (laughs) Yep, so Quill imprinted, that's three people now. Yeah. And they're a bit concerned. Um, and they were like, wondering like how, how common it is and also... There was, there's like this weird thing where he's like, oh, well, the thing is, Quill's new, so he hasn't been around Emily's that much. So when he did show up, and then Bella's like, oh my god, he imprinted on Emily too. <laughs> uh, which <laughs> would be so imagine? fun. I know. <laughs> I want to see that because it's no, much more what, like cool. <laughs> here's what I want to see is that happens, but like it's not like a jealousy love triangle. They're just polyamorous werewolves. Oh my god. Yay! I hope so. Because then, that would be you know, nice. she's really the wolf girl then, right? Yo, you make such a good point. <laughs> she's got at least two of them. Yeah. Emily and her hair. Everyone turns and for some reason all of them imprint on Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and Wait, it's just like this, this great polycule. Polycule? Yeah. Po- is that what it's called? Yes, yeah. it is. Sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> I love that for her. Okay, but unfortunately, unfortunately. It's, it's not that. And it's like <laughs> so much horrible. Worse. Uh, so basically, Emily's two nieces come down for a minute, and Jacob says Quill met Claire, and doesn't continue. And Bella's like, "That's kind of hypocritical for Emily to just not want her niece to be with a werewolf." Yeah. Uh, and she's you know sort of going in her head like, "Okay, maybe I can see why that's so." Because she because been you know she had a pretty sort of, yeah yeah. And it also kind of, like, fucked up both of their lives yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it did. It caused a lot of drama. That should have been a polyamorous relationship. Oh, my God. Although yeah. that would have been the type of polyamorous relationship that isn't really a polyamorous relationship. And they try to make it, like, a three-way thing. But clearly two of them like each other more. The third person's just, oh, like... Oh, no. You know? Where yeah. it's, like, that's, like, the thing that people, like, assume. Like, you yeah. know, people who are, like, I don't get polyamory. Well, just two of them like each other more or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> would actually that happen with them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Jacob's like, you gotta stop guessing because you will literally never guess. <laughs> Which is so true because who would ever assume this? Claire is two. Claire is two years old. Um, and he says, please don't, please hold your judgments and let me explain. Uh, well. <laughs> there, where, I just don't know how any way of explaining will make this better. It doesn't. Even the explanation doesn't make it better. No, in fact, if anything, it makes it worse. If anything, I am it makes it really questionable. I mean, it already was. There's just, there's right. no way out of this. So, he imprints. This is where you're starting to see the groundwork that Stephanie Meyer is setting for Jacob imprinting on Bella's child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, okay, this is a thing that I They're know like, about. We she can had come to, out and say that. She has to establish it beforehand so that way people can't be like oh wow just for plot convenience you decided to make this happen or whatever like no no it happened before exactly um yeah i i think it's also kind of crazy that like i don't know uh i cannot believe that the 
the way wolves work, this would happen. Like, werewolves work. It's just so creepy. Anyway, basically, Bella's like, bro, she's a baby. Yeah. And Jacob's like, well, Quill's not getting older. He'll just have to be patient for a few decades. So he has to be patient for a few decades, waiting like a predator for the second she becomes legal. Yeah, so let me let me explain let me basically read yeah, let's uh, hear what's the going to happen. Jacob explanation, yes. Yeah. So Bella says it sounds really creepy. Correct. And Jacob goes, It's not like that, you've got it all wrong. I've seen what it's like through his eyes. There's nothing romantic about it at all. Not for Quill, not now. Um then he goes on to say, Quill will be the best, kindest big brother any kid ever had. There isn't a toddler on the planet that will be more carefully looked after than that little girl will be. And then when she's older and needs a friend, he'll be more understanding, trustworthy, and reliable than anyone else she knows. And then when she's grown up, they'll be as happy as Emily and Sam. And then Bella asks, doesn't Claire get a choice? And Jacob's like, of course, but why wouldn't she choose him? In the end, he'll be her perfect match like he was designed for her alone. So this is grooming. Yes. Yes, like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like it literally, yes. This is grooming, and that that's all it is. Um, uh, it's canonically plot-supported grooming. Yes. She literally wrote grooming into this book and tried to make it sound normal because of immato- immortality and werewolf shit. She's like, no, 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 it's magic grooming. Yeah, it literally is just magic grooming. And the fact that, like, Jacob is, like, explaining all of this as if <sighs> to make it better, well, yeah, it because only makes it worse. It's, like, I don't, nobody reacted well to this. Like, when I read this, we weren't, like, sitting there being like, no, guys, you don't understand. Like, it's not like that. Like, we were just like, why would you, why would you put this in the book in the first place? Like, nobody, nobody asked you to do this. You didn't have to. I just, like, even if Claire is the one for him, why can't he not imprint on her until she's of age? Right. Right? The whole like, point why does is he that, have to... that he's not aging anyway, so... Yeah. And eventually, you know, maybe Emily's nieces will visit again. Yeah. And she'll be 18 or older and they'll be like, whoa, love at first sight. That's what I mean. Like, there's no reason that it has to happen at such an early age. Like, it can easily just be like a, this doesn't work until the other person is also like biologically of the same age. Like, that that should be how it works. Because one of Jacob's early theories was like, oh, maybe it's about strengthening the bloodline to pass on the werewolf gene. So if no, exactly. If that's the case, if it's really about like, hey, who's gonna be like a great werewolf mama? Uh, <laughs> wait until she's actually capable of being that. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait until the person is sexually mature. Yeah, it makes perfect and sense. No longer to me. a minor. <laughs> there would have to be no further explanation if that was the explanation to me. I'd be like, oh, okay, weird, weird magic stuff, but sure. How, if it if it were that way, you just wouldn't know. He wouldn't treat her any different. She could just grow up the way she was going to grow up no matter what. And then one day suddenly they start seeing each other in different lights. Yep. And that's so wonderful and romantic. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, you know, they've known each other for such a long time. Yeah, they could still know each other all this time. And then, you know, I mean, that's still weird, though. How do you explain the fact that, like, 20 years later he has an age? That is true, yeah. (laughs) Like, I still... Because now it's like, okay, well, so he's imprinted on her. So then I still don't have an explanation of why in 20 years he still hasn't aged. Right. Because now he's just going to always want to be around her. And now I'm thinking, what does Claire's parents think of this? Like, who's this rando? Like, I mean, sure. Yo, He's friends with Emily and Sam and whatever. But, like, why is he always like, hey, let me take Claire to the beach. Let me take her on a walk. Let me give her piggybacks and stuff. Like, why are you obsessed with my baby? So, yeah, this is this is literally just grooming. Uh, the way that um, Jacob talks about how Quill is going to monitor Claire for the rest of her life yeah. until she becomes of age and then scoop her up as a romantic partner uh. is terrifying. <laughs> uh, straight up, just horrible, wrong. I cannot believe this is in the book. I am so uncomfortable. It's so there's there's no reason to have this written. There's no reason. 
that this had to be here at all. Yeah, because it, right. And it talks about like gravity moves. Nothing else matters more than her to Quill. And so he's going to be interacting with her all the time. exactly. And he's going to be guiding her through life, knowing that he wants to bone her when she's old enough. Yep. Yeah. Unhinged. She's two. She's two. And she's just going to come visit, you know, every weekend to hang out with Emily. And Quill's going to be like, oh my God, is Claire coming over? The three-year-old that I'm best friends with? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? And then, like... I know, like, there's so much to, like, feel sorry for and feel horrible and awkward and just grossed out by the fact on Claire's end. But, like, poor Quill is now just, like, assigned daddy. Like, he's just, like, yeah. now, oh, congrats, you have to take care of a toddler because you imprinted. Also, like, Quill is also, like, magically assigned sex offender. <laughs> like, yes! oh, like. No! You've been magically assigned a predator. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats, bro. And he's just like, bro, I literally just got here. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, he, he's just like, finally, I'm part of the pack. I'm learning everything. Oh, I have to be a child predator now for the next. Great. Is this what this was like? 16 years. Uh, okay. I'm on toddler duty. Got to change some. <sighs> Does he change her diapers? God, I hope not. Does he? I mean, there's just so many things where it's like, how do you form a romantic relationship with someone that, like, you started off being like, I changed your diapers when you peed your pants. You threw up on me as a baby. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> so that is just weird. So, it is nasty as hell. I think, like, if this even is, okay, if we accept that this is the way that it works, that you find out immediately when you see them, regardless of age. Okay. If that is the case, get her the fuck out of there. Yeah. Create that separation. Know that she is there. Do not let him influence her. Yeah. Or, like, be around her. He should not be on, like, parenting duty or, like, big brother duty. Uh -uh. That's not his role. If we're accepting the fact that they are soulmates and they will be together romantically when she's older... That is not his role. That's when you Get put him that out girl, of there. You put that girl in a tower. You put a little spinning wheel. Let her prick her finger when the time is right. I don't know. <laughs> something, Take something. a fat nap, Claire. Yeah, something, something. Uh, Sleeping Beauty, Rapunzel. You know. Put her in a That's... tower. Let her be. <laughs> or just like fucking, I don't know. Put Quill in a tower. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, put that dog in a cage. Put the dog in the kennel. Yes. Until he's not going to start humping everything that moves. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, this um, is so unhinged. It is uncomfortable and horrible. And uh, yeah, really also I will I will double down I will double down on the uh, put Quill away rather than put Claire away. away. Claire didn't do anything oh, wrong. Yeah, she didn't I mean, do anything necessarily wrong. Quill didn't do anything wrong either, but he's the one who needs to be oh, kept sure. away from her rather than she kept away from everyone. Yeah. So but you know, it just first thing that pops into my mind is all the <laughs> no, of fairy tale allegories and girl in a tower. Yeah, she's going to have super long hair. Oh, amazing. Um, she'll have a really cool dragon guarding her tower, and then an ogre will come. Yeah. And then a donkey I will fuck the dragon. I was definitely thinking... <laughs> <laughs> this most terrifying dragon. <laughs> um, yeah, I was definitely thinking Shrek and not... Who doesn't? <laughs> anything else. So... At least the dragon's hot, though, am I right? Oh my god, yeah. Like, yeah. if you had to pick one. <laughs> Bro, no, I went to the zoo smog. on Friday. This is, this is a weird segue. I went okay. to the zoo on Friday, which, and I which saw some donkeys. Which animal did you want to fuck? Nope. <laughs> I saw some donkeys, and I sent to the group chat, hey guys, it's the donkey from Shrek. <laughs> he wants waffles. I realized that that segue made it sound like I was going to say I wanted to yep. fuck a zoo animal. Uh-huh. Did not want to fuck a zoo animal. <laughs> okay. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. It's weird that I had to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's weird that we're being sold this as if it's like a normal thing and readers are expected to be like, oh, yes, I understand. This is. And also remember, this is geared toward teenagers. Teenagers in. When did this book come out? 2007. 
geared toward teenage girls in the 2000s who are getting on the internet and are likely getting groomed by men. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're just like, it's fine. Ah, ah, ah. Like, it could be my soulmate. It's okay. He could be your soulmate, and he definitely won't be a predator. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Jacob um, does a, a funny thing, and <laughs> he stares at her sort of intensely for, like, a few seconds. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about this, but he stares at Bella weird, trying to, and it look, I think he was trying to imprint on her. Because they're talking about cool <laughs> no, literally. And he literally has a moment where he just like stares at her with his like brows furrowed in concentration. She's like, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing, nothing. I think he was trying to imprint on her because then after this Claire discussion, he says he doesn't think he will imprint because all he thinks about, all he sees is Bella. But like, yeah, literally we already learned that that doesn't stop someone from imprinting uh, vis-a-vis Sam, Leah, Sam, Emily situation. Right. So, I don't know what his... He's just, you know, he's just mopey. Being weird. He's just being weird. <laughs> so they ride yeah, motorcycles so and pretend everything is okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> uh, so they, they go do that until it gets too muddy. Then they go back to the house. And they go hang out in the garage, right? Um, yes. Um, Jacob finally apologizes for ratting out Bella with regards to the motorcycle incident. Yeah, he says, I'm really, really sorry. Great apology. Yeah. You shouldn't have done it, but at least you are very sincere in your apology. <laughs> but then this immediately leads into him being like, oh, like, did you actually mean what you said that day? Were you just like, you know, being spiteful and angry at me because of what I did? And she's sort of like, I don't even remember what I said. What are you talking about? And he's asking uh, if she meant what... She said about it being none of Jacob's business about Edward biting her. And she's like, mm-hmm, yep, yep, I do, yep, I do still want that to happen. <laughs> Very much so, yes. Yeah. And she's also, and I like that it was uh, framed in the it's none of your business. Yeah. Because it's none of his fucking business. It's true. <laughs> it shouldn't be. But he brings up the treaty immediately, so that's why he's so obsessed. He's, but the thing is, He's putting it all like, oh, like, it's because of the treaty, but the treaty. And it's like, no, Jacob, no, he you're wants just some jealous. Fuck. He wants some fuck. <laughs> also, interestingly, he says there's no geographical limit to the treaty. So even if they leave first and then she, like, gets bit, it still will count as being broken. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Agreed. Also, I need to fact check this because I haven't yet. But I'm pretty sure when the Cullens first came to Forks, it was just Carlisle Esme, Edward, and Rosalie, and Emmett was the next one to join later on. So they already bit and turned another human. Right. That makes sense. And also, I mean, mm, yeah, I don't know when they first came there, but it is possible that, like, Edward had his, like, moment <laughs> after they had come to, to, to Forks. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the I'm timing like, of that. I'm, I have such a strong feeling that they literally did turn Emmett sometime after the treaty was already formed. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember. It. The I mean, only idea I have of what the timing of that is, is in the first Twilight movie when they're wearing those stupid little yeah. outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and like fucking Rosalie's in some weird newsboy cap. And yeah, it's like, she what is. is going on right now? They're old timey, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet Carlisle had a fucking monocle. So I'm looking up on the Twilight wiki, and it says that the treaty was made in 1936. Well, it says that the Cullens, who were then composed of Carlisle, Edward, Emmett, Esme, and Rosalie, um, were the ones who they encountered. So That feels weird. It does feel weird. That she was in the Great Depression, got turned, and within found five years found Emmett. Yeah, it says in 1935, Emmett was rescued. I guess. Like, <laughs> like, I suppose I won't, like, go against what the wiki says, but I don't 100% buy it. I don't know if that's anywhere in the text or if it was kind of, like, retconned, you know? Yeah, I truly 
can't remember or tell. Um, there's not like sourcing on here because it's a fan wiki. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you get no, the page no number, idea. actually? <laughs> Can I please get a page number and book and uh, proper um, citation. citations and in MLA, MLA style? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, well, all right. Whatever. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, fine. But no. But no. Uh, so yeah. (laughs) Then Bella's like, didn't you already break the treaty? Yes. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah, I did do that. Here's what's so stupid is he says, oh, well, it only matters if you know, we break the treaty and someone has, like, a problem with it or, like, contends that because either you accept it or you go to war, like, I guess. Right. And so basically he's saying, like, oh, we could choose to accept this because it's consensual, but we're just going to stick to the letter of the law here. A bite equals death. Uh, Which is kind of funny because it's, like, what if their argument was, like, she's being persuaded. And then Bill is, like, hello, Claire. <laughs> Hello. Talk about fucking persuasion. Jesus. Anyway. Anyway. So Jacob's pissed. She says, oh, so is this going to be the end of our friendship? And he says, well, we have at least a few years. Can't we stay friends <laughs> until then? And she's like, years? Girl, I got weeks. I got weeks. Once I graduate, I'm outie. And then the yep. roid rage kicks in. Yeah. Um, soda flew everywhere. The soda can explodes in his hand. I hate it. I hate and this. she gets soaked with soda. I hate it. And he's jumped up and he's quivering <sighs> and he's growling and his shape is blurring, but then he manages to calm down. I still hate this. I just. Me too. I don't like angry man break things, shake with anger. Yeah. I don't like it. Never fun. And then he says, You'd be better off dead. I'd rather you were. Which is crazy! Yep. This is yeah. a moment that firmly has prevented me from ever being Team Jacob. Yeah, that's a fair. A moment. There's more. <laughs> a moment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's others. Yeah. But yeah, so he basically is... Yeah, he says, I'd rather you were dead than turned into a vampire. Yes. Because she's saying like... You know, even when I'm turned, like, I'll still be me. He's like, nope, you'll be dead. The Bella I knew will be completely gone, replaced by a bloodsucker. I wish you would have just died instead. Like, that's the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> and then Bella goes, you know what? Maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I'll get hit by a truck oh, on my back. Geez. And she pieces out, which I think, and I know she says it, like, it says that she says it bleakly. But still, that is a wonderfully sassy response. And she's like, fuck you, bro. I cannot believe you just said that to me. Yeah, maybe you'll get your fucking wish. And won't you be happy then when I die from a car accident? Like I should have done three books ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. (laughs) Um, So she goes, she takes her motorcycle. And she goes back to the Cullens in the rain. And she's... And she's pissed and she's like, I'm going to sell this stupid motorcycle. <laughs> Who gets a motorcycle in Washington? It rains all the time. <laughs> Which is like a so really true. good point. Yeah. Like, I I agree. Yeah, that's a really I wouldn't good even point. get a motorcycle, like, here. Like, where, it, I mean, it rains kind of, like, yeah. I wouldn't get one here. I wouldn't get one, period. But, like, also, regardless, the weather, I mean, I don't know. It's so dependent. For like a motorcycle Yeah, I don't think ride. I would get one regardless, but yeah. especially not like... Snow and rain and ice and, and gross. Icky. So she arrives back at the Cullen's house, soaking wet, teeth chattering, cold, upset, and Alice is sitting on her stupid yellow Porsche, and she just goes, I haven't even had a chance to drive it yet, Bella. Meh, meh, meh. And yeah, like, I don't know what up. the fuck this is like. I I'm so confused. <laughs> I mean, because she said that Edward would take it away from her. Oh right. If she didn't okay. like calm the fuck down, you know, Alice. Kidnap no one cares Bella properly about your and stupid Porsche. Yeah, and Bella escaped. So she's like, "Oh man, you ruined it for me. I'm gonna lose my car." And I'm just like, "Can you shut the what? You are a bad friend. <laughs> You're yeah. She's being a very bad friend right now." 
And Alice and still won't even let her go home for the night. Yep. But she's like, you can go take a shower. We don't have to go to uh, Olympia. <sighs> so. Yeah, whatever. Not impressed with Alice, these recent chapters. And that no, is sad. definitely not. Unfortunate, because I love her usually. Yeah. So Bella falls asleep, and then she wakes up, and she's like, damn, I'm so comfy. What's up with that? And it's because Edward's back, and he carried her into bed. Enter horny zone. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm so sorry for you editing, because I just looked at my sound, and it's just like oh, a Oh, did you completely bright... blow it out? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh... I mean, listen, here's the thing. It's like, oh, I just, I'm thinking of Robert Pattinson. I just saw Batman. I'm, I've got all the horny thoughts ready for him. And it's just, they just start making out. They just start making out. They really do be just making out. So, uh, by the way, I read this chapter right before we started recording. The only thing that I texted M was, yo!" and the trumpet emoji. <laughs> and then she sent me back, like, the French horn yeah. emoji or, like, like the, so we be out here knowing this shit's horny as fuck. Yeah, we are. Um, it's so This good. is hilarious. He like fully like grips her leg and pulls it like over top of himself and like feels up her leg and then fully like brings her on top of him to like straddle him. And I'm just like, where, where has this been? Yeah. Literally where has it been? Um, she thinks that she should be angry at him and that he should be angry at her, but like neither of them are, and they just miss each other a lot and want some fuck. Yeah, valid. They're he's like they're this, just he's like why won't you stay on the horny. bed? I think I like the bed. Don't you like the bed now? <laughs> and I'm like very good point, very good point. He gets it. Yeah, he's like, why aren't you angry? And she's like, give me a minute to work up to it. And he's like, I'll wait as long as you want. She says, maybe in the morning. <laughs> Hello. She's like, uh-uh, no room for that. Only only horny thoughts now. Yes. Also, yeah, he pulls her on top of him, and then eventually, like... He rolls on top of rolls her. Rolls over, so he's on top of her. <laughs> They're, like, there's, rolling around the sheets right now. There's it's tongue exciting. involved, explicitly. There's tongue! <laughs> God. And then, then things are really getting heated, and she's like, oh my god, did you change your mind? Like, is this why you really wanted a bed? And she's like, just like, oh my god, I thought it was just because he wanted me to sleep, and that was stupid. Is it because he's actually changed his mind, and he wants some fuck, too? <laughs> but no, then he's like, don't get carried away, and stops them cold. And I'm like, you tease! <laughs> you motherfucker! Listen, all the least he can do is eat her out. I, yeah! Come on. Like, I understand that Stephanie probably doesn't know what that is. Oh, of course she doesn't. She does, uh, what is it, soaking? <laughs> <laughs> is that what we talked yeah. about a while ago? Yes. Yes, it is. She soaks, which, okay. Not um, the kind of soaking I'm interested in. Yeah, no. Talking um, about that. Pussy. <laughs> uh But yeah, why doesn't he eat her out? Oh my And God. people, listen... You know what? I was, like, so icked out by, like, her being, like, his cold tongue was on my yeah. lips. But then I was, like, his cold tongue on other lips. <laughs> pretty good, right? Pretty Sounds okay. fun. Sounds fun. Sounds intriguing. Sounds... I feel like... You know? People like that. And I, in the end, uh, my onion here is that uh, he, they, he just doesn't want Bella to get sexual pleasure when he can't. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fucked up. Yeah, I believe it. This man's been around for a hundred years. He knows Has he ever what nutted? eating out a woman is. Has he ever nutted? That's a good question. Yo, that's such a good question. Yes, he has. He was 17 when he turned. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was 17 when he turned. So he was doing it all the time He's when he was He's been jacking it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. Boys in puberty. I mean, anyone in puberty. Literally. Like, they be jacking it. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, 100%. You're right. But, like, since Vampire... Since then. Probably not? That's really more what my question was, ultimately. And, yeah. Probably not. Bro, that's gonna be the craziest fucking sex. <laughs> Girl, you don't even know. I know! <laughs> I've heard things. <laughs> Doesn't, like, the bed break in half or something? Don't tell me. <laughs> well, um, so they make out. For, uh, you know, some some time. And I'm so proud of them and so happy for Bella. She deserves this. She deserves more. But I'll take it she for now. She really does. 
And then they sort of settle down and are like, okay, can we at least talk about this? Like, do you want to know what happened? Do you know? And cause they're like, he's like, oh, why should I be mad at you? And she's like, don't you know? Like, didn't you read Alice's mind? He's like, well, I mean, sort of, but you know, whatever. And she's like, okay, well, um, I went to La Push and he's like, yeah, great. How was it? <laughs> like, he's just like, uh-huh, cool. So total change in attitude from him, which is much needed, yeah. much appreciated. It is much needed and much appreciated. I did literally, like, because of this and also, like, them being hella horny and making out for a bit, for a second I was like, who is this skinwalker? <laughs> Who are you? What have you done with Edward that we know and hate? No, literally. For a long time, I thought it was going to be a dream or like a trick or something, but it's straight up not. It's just Edward and Uh he's like totally turned on it, which, hey, I'm not complaining, but I was very, I was so taken aback that I, like my brain was trying to formulate like ways it would not be him. He also um, promises uh, to stop using Alice uh, as a as a weapon against Bella, thank God, thank God. And he's he's like, I would never take away her Porsche. Like, why would you? What? He's like offended mm-hmm. with that. And I'm like, so where did Alice get that idea then? Maybe he just said it, but he didn't mean it. Yeah, or maybe Alice was just worried. Yeah. Like, who knows? Because you know he does do extreme things and be controlling about everything. So, I think it's a valid worry. Yeah. On her end. So, but at least he confirms that that was never going to happen. And he would not do that to her. It was a gift. So good job. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, so basically, and it was they kind of like he's like, look, I'm sorry. I go a little berserk yeah. when I like try to have to leave you. I don't think I'll go so far again. It's not really worth it. And I'm sorry, I was wrong. Yeah. So we really got men apologizing yes. in this chapter, which I think is hot. I know <laughs> it's really like good and possibly needed. equally as horny inducing as the last five yes. pages. <laughs> I have to, I have to agree on all accounts. Uh, he absolutely chills the fuck out. He says the Porsche is a gift. He's not mad about La Push because he just wants to see her be happy. And whenever he's like, you know, angry at her, it just makes. It put it drives a wedge between them, and he's like, "I don't want to do that to us anymore." Right, and he's he's realizing that it is his prejudice against werewolves yeah. that is making this whole issue, and he's like, "Okay, I have to curb that. I know that he's your friend. I'm gonna try, and I'm not gonna be perfect, but I'm gonna try." Yeah, and big thing, he says, "I will trust your judgment." Yes. Oh, finally, we're Men- here. Listening to this podcast, if there's any of you out there. <laughs> Actually, please let me know if you're a dude and you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because I feel like our, our demographic is like, and like our audience is so heavily female. Yes. But I want to know. I yeah. want to know who you are and where you are and I will be obsessed I wanna with you. I want to know. I Can literally want to know. me? Yeah. Um, but so he says that, which is it, awesome. It paints an interesting dichotomy in this chapter in this moment between jacob and edward now because yes jacob did apologize but yes they've swapped because jacob becomes the asshole here shouting at her and saying he wishes that she would just die instead and edward won't let her do this thing she wants to do yes and edward is the one now saying like actually i need to trust you and i'm dropping this fight now like this is not something i need to like keep doing i want to be better for you yeah it's so cute. It's so um, cute. And he, he and holds her when she like is upset about like what happened with Jacob yeah. and what he said to her. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I this don't care if I don't like, like him. I just don't want to see you hurt. Yeah. This chapter is one of the first times I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get I get the Edward. Like I do be liking this book though. I remember why. It's a, <laughs> it's a good book. Um I also, like, going back to the horny moment, I love it where she he's like, I'm sorry, I made Alice hold you hostage. And she was like, well, you can hold me hostage whenever you want. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, yo! <laughs> they uh, can have sleepovers like anytime. Literally. So cute. <laughs> oh, I love it. And so, of all things to bring up, she wants to know more about what Rosalie talked to her about. And of all things, she's like, tell me about those females. 
Oh, wait, before we do that, I do want to talk about the whole thing with Jacob. Yes. That he, he, it's so, it's so, yeah, you mentioned it a little bit, so I don't want to touch on it too much more, but it's just so sweet. She tells him this honest thing, and I think it's, like, really big of both of them in this moment for Bella to admit that Jacob has hurt her. And for Edward to feel sorry with her for her without mm. feeling this sort of like, I told you so yeah. sort of thing. He does have a moment saying that, you know, he does really sort of like want to kill him, but he'll he'll resist it for now. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like he doesn't go like, I told you what these werewolves yeah. would be like. Yeah. Like, no, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm really so sorry that happened. I'm very angry at him because of this thing he said to you, not because he's a werewolf. Yes. Um, but I'm, I'm also obsessed with, I could quite literally kill him right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> it's, like, good because even the way he says it, like, there have been times where he says, like, I'm going to kill that guy. And he's very, like, aggressive about it. But this is just him being, like, I'm so pissed off. I could literally kill him. But, like, obviously that's not going to help anything. It's just him sort of expressing his, like, you know, his, his sympathy yeah. for Bella in a very she- funny way. <laughs> He's like, you know, I could slip up with my self-control. And she's like, Bestie, I know other places you can do that. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> she's it's like, pussy. if you're going to lose some self-control, let's try the bed first. Yeah, literally. <laughs> then they talk about Rosalie. Yeah. And she wants to know about the females. And Edward gets real quiet, real dodgy. <laughs> and yeah. like, the way he reacts is so much that I'm like, I wish you actually had some sort of like spicy X story here. Yeah. But there's nothing. He just gets really awkward and then says like, oh yeah, Tanya was interested in me, but I politely turned her down. Like, okay, there's no story there. Why were you so weird about it? Yeah, I wonder if it's just that, like, maybe she was weirdly advancing on him. Maybe it's just, maybe he was weird about it because it was uncomfortable for him because he had no interest in her, like, romantically. And she was like, you know, not forcing herself on him, but, like, being, like, really about it. And he was just like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But also, I feel like just the way he interacts with Bella about it, like, being quiet for so long. <laughs> and then it's yeah. just like, oh, well, she came on to me, but I was a gentleman and I said no. And... Well, yeah, well, we haven't really seen, like... Uh, we've seen Edward's jealousy a lot. We don't yeah. really see... We see Bella thinking she's not good enough for him, but we don't see her being jealous Over in regards somebody to else. a person. Yes. Yeah. Because even with Rosalie, like, she's not, she's envious of Rosalie as a hot woman. Yeah. But she's never, or if she is, it's very, like, briefly, like, yeah, worried about her and Yeah, and how could I ever Edward. live up to that, you know? Right. She's not like Edward wants her. She's like, yeah. I want to be like that. <laughs> so yeah, it is her first encounter with like, oh, somebody else like, you know, might have been interested in him. And how did he react to that? And I don't really know his dating history. <laughs> right. Except for that he turned down every girl at the high school. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, she's never really been jealous of the girls at high school. She's just like, hey, you know, he's not interested. No problem. Mm-hmm. But... Edward says that her jealousy is cute. And I'm like, dude, it's rooted in so much of her insecurity in being a human. Yeah. Can you just like not say it's cute right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. But I do like that he's like, I prefer brunettes. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. A win for the girlies. Yeah. Because even though I have been blonde for two years, I am a natural brunette. <laughs> and so I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that he said that too. And he's like, oh, she was was strawberry blonde. So not interested. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's a way that he, like this moment, it's like so clear that they are so comfortable in being each other's only one. Yeah. That like, he can, like, sure, it does bother her like a little bit. And of course that's rooted in more, but it's it's clear that it's rooted more in like her insecurity rather than her not trusting him anymore. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Because like, he's able to be like. I, I, sure, I guess she's pretty, but, like, I don't like blondes. Ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Like, and she could just be like, okay. Yeah, it's a nice, like, it's a really easy sort of uh, diffusion of the any jealousy intention. It's just nice. They have a great conversation in this chapter. 
and I'm here it's for so it. It's so cute. It it's... came out of fucking nowhere. I know. It makes me very happy. Uh, I am uh, Team Edward. I'm going to change my, <laughs> my thing on Discord. <laughs> we have, like, what team you are, and it's so funny that we even bother to have it because, like, everyone except for me was Team Jacob, or Team Edward, <laughs> yeah. but, like, I was Team Jacob, and I have just changed it I, as we speak. Wow. So. Big news. <laughs> Look out for that. Uh, Jacob said he wanted Bella to be dead, so <laughs> can't really support so. that. And then this chapter ends so cute. It oh my does. God. Yeah. It's so soft. <sighs> Unlike his uh, marble heart balls. <laughs> Sorry. I've ruined the moment. That's okay. Um, we always but do. But I'm just going to read this because it's really cute. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, he makes this kind of like weird joke about her being jealous. But then, you know, he goes, it's late. He said again, murmuring, almost crooning now, his voice smoother than silk. Sleep, my Bella. Dream happy dreams. You are the only one who has ever touched my heart. It will always be yours. Sleep, my only love. He started to hum my lullaby, and I knew it was only a matter of time till I succumbed. So I closed my eyes and snuggled closer into his chest. <laughs> it's really good. That's, like, really good. It's so cute. It's, it's like... Oh my god, it's like proper romantic. It's not like weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's cute. It's not like does. the lion fell in love with the lamb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's like, my heart will always be yours. Yeah. Like, oh. ah! <laughs> and he sings her little lullaby <laughs> as she goes to sleep. Yeah. <sighs> it's so cute. Yep. I wonder what he does for like the whole time she's asleep. He just kind of like sits there. His yeah. thoughts. He must be bored. And he can't, like, turn on a light and read something. <laughs> Does he need the light? Bella. Do they have night vision? I don't know. That's the question. I'm just wondering. They have, like, perfect vision and everything, right? So, I don't Can know. Can you look it up on the Twilight Wiki if their vampires have a night vision? Okay. <laughs> Vampire's vision is incomparable. Everything is more defined. And their vision is unhindered by darkness. Oh. Oh, he can read in the dark. Yeah. I hope he's reading some good books. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope he's reading those romance novels with like the really like painted like Fabio right, chiseled like the abs. Fabio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is. Oh my god. Okay. There's this new movie that's going to be coming out. Maybe you, you might even see a preview for it in like the theaters when you went to see Batman. It's called The Lost City, um, and no, it's I've with never heard of it. uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum and Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. And, like, somebody, someone else who is also famous. <laughs> okay. I'm going to Google it really quick. Brad Pitt is also in it. Oh, That's okay. the other, like, big name. And it's basically, Sandra Bullock is this author who writes romance novels. Uh-huh. Like, these ridiculous Fabio-esque sure. romance novels. Wonderful. And it's all about, like, exotic places and a handsome cover model. Um... And, like, it's all whatever. And then she's going and promoting her new book with the cover model, Alan, who is Channing Tatum, who is, like, acts super suave in the shots, but is actually just, like, a dude. Yeah. Um, of course. She gets kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By, by an ex- eccentric billionaire. Yes. Who thinks that her latest story about, like, like, it's, like, Indiana Jones-type vibe, and he thinks that she can actually lead him to a lost city that has a bunch of treasure. What the fuck? And he wants to go get it. What the fuck? So, Daniel Radcliffe has turned into the evil British villain role, which is just my favorite role oh, for him. So I, it's good. always fun when he does that. Um, and then Channing Tatum, Alan, is like, you know what? I can be a hero in real life, because he kind of gets... I think she kind of makes fun of him for, like, being... being Awkward. Thinking he's so cool when yeah. he's just, like, a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes off to rescue her. Um, oh, my God. And along the way, like, Brad Pitt is, like, this guy who's, like, actually, like, the real-life Fabio. Oh, my Like, he's God. perfect. He has yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah. flowing hair. And he can do everything amazingly. And it's just, like, that – it's just, like, a classic, like – adventure comedy romance type oh, vibe I'm and i'm so pretty sure that like sandra bullock and channing tatum end up falling in love or whatever yes it's 
It looks so fun. I really, really want to watch oh, it. That looks, I'm like that very awesome. excited for that it. Sounds, you know, I, I'm here for an original story and not a remake. Um, yeah, because also, like, I feel like we've had a lot of, like, similar-ish vibes, but, like, in a very, like, cookie-cutter, all-made-always-the-same-exact-way yes. vibe for a while. Like, yes. think all those jungle movies that The Rock has been in that are just the same thing. Yep. And he wears a slightly different shade of gray shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, this seems like a really fun original comedy that's sort of, like, making fun of that. Yeah. And still has, you know, our classic, like... You know, Channing Tatum yeah, being yeah. in a, like a comedy role. Um, I love that. It looks really fun. I'm I'm, I'm excited it. about I'm it. I'm excited now too. Awesome. Yeah, everyone, go check it out. I really hope it turns out well. I think it like I don't think it's gonna be like you know groundbreaking cinema, but I think it's gonna be like I a really fun it'll funny be movie. Fun. Yes. And I'm not a huge comedy person either, so I was really surprised that I was like very interested in this but i just think it's a hilarious concept it takes a certain type i usually don't see comedies in theaters like at all me neither (laughs) yeah i literally i literally don't watch comedies generally especially not in theaters i very rarely do if i do it's like with a big group of people or something you know right it's never my decision to go watch that like i'm like okay everyone's going to see this yeah yeah anyway it's like a spur of the moment yes go see the batman let us know go see see the batman let us know if you're excited about the lost city yeah (laughs) And until I really, next really... time. Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're leaving. Yeah. We're leaving. <laughs> we'll see you in the oh next God. one. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm never going to see you again. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. See y'all in two weeks. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon. And for now... The rest is still unbitten.